hand And know that notion just crossed my mind This old dungeon makes it on time Leaves Hey, what's happening, y'all? How you doing? I figured it was a great prepared day, man, you know it's raining, then it got sunshiny, so that just automatically made me think of uh, the Grateful Dead, so that's my ode to them. Might not be another, but who knows, maybe we will. Hey, it's been an exciting week so far in sports. It was an exciting weekend. Um, everybody was hype about the Triple Crown, didn't happen, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I... I, I did you, did you really care? People said they care, but I don't even think they care. You can't care about a horse, man. You I mean, horse racing is not as popular as it once was, Brandon, yeah. but it's people still care. I mean, it's still, an, it's it's still a, a sports accomplishment. It's a horse, man. That, that's like saying, you know, would you care if, you know, a, a, a boxer won, you know, a championship because boxing is not as popular. I mean, people still care about a it. Boxing is, is a person. Well, it's, a boxer a per- is a person. A horse is an it's a it's an animal. It's a, Unless it's you're a, talking about the dog boxer. <laughs> no, I'm talking about boxing <laughs> in general. And, you yeah. know, money, money, whether it's so <laughs> yeah. so horse. I'm talking about real boxing, which is I mean, horse racing. May not be at the peak it was in its heyday, and, and may not be the the actual you know event of champions anymore. But it's still, to win a triple crown, I mean, it's still a well, it's a huge deal. I mean, that's like. It's the equivalent to someone who doesn't like football, but like will watch the Super Bowl. I mean, that's kind of what it is to horse racing. I mean, Dow horse racing fans, this is their you know month long, so to speak, Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, people watch the Belmont. You only watch the Belmont if the horse is up for the Triple Crown, though. No, oh, think, that, that's true. I don't yeah, think anybody's no like yeah. watching. Look, and they play. I mean, come on, man. At least at the Kentucky Derby, you play. Uh, you play. You know, you play my old Kentucky home or whatever. That's cool. Well, the Derby's the first Maryland. one, though. Yeah, it's, it's, it makes it, it special. Yeah, because it's, it's all on the line. Like if the Derby was second okay. or third, would the Derby? Well, it wouldn't have the same impact. That obviously it would be almost in the same boat as kind of the Preakness and Belmont first. Well, I mean, degree. it goes it goes hand in hand because you know Kentucky's a place with horses. It's it's nostalgic and all that. And, yeah. But you, but they play my old Kentucky home and Maryland and the Preakness. You play. Um, you play, you know, Maryland, my Maryland, my Maryland, or Maryland, you are whatever the state song is. Captain, but my in, captain. Nah, <laughs> nah, it's, it's, Mar- it's yeah, it's Maryland. You know, my the Dead Poets Society reference there. Yeah, yeah, it was a good movie. Great movie, man. Underrated. It was good. It was oh, it was good. a good movie. Yeah, it was good. Great. It was good. Yeah. But um, but in New York, they sing. You you playing Frank Sinatra to the horses coming out. That's. That's well, crazy, that's man. That's the theme, man. What, what did you want him to play? It's not the state song. But kind of. It's adopted. It's not, I mean, it's, I don't, it's no. about the city. It's not even in New York well, City. No, wait, let's, be honest, let's be honest. It's not even in New a York lot, City. Well, a lot like <coughs> Kentucky and Louisville. I mean, outside of Louisville, maybe Lexington, I guess. I'll give Lexington credit. Outside to those two cities, I mean, that's no one cares. I mean, that's it's the one state. It's the one part of the state that only people really care about and or know about. And well, I'm Louisville. talking about the song, man. But it's about I'm New York about City, I know, opposed to yeah. about the city instead of the entire state. But when you talk about New York, no one talks about. I mean, know, if that's the case, play, play Jay Z's uh, state. What is that? Empire State of uh, Mind. That's the more modern version. Yeah, yeah. play that. Play that. Play but that's like saying, I want to hear Jay Z and Alicia Keys. <laughs> not, not, not downing that song. I, I like the the Empire State of Mind. It was song. corny, man. It but, was corny. But but Frank Sinatra has more roots. I mean, it's the longer in New tenure. York. I thought oh, it was yeah. Chicago. 
He's from Chicago, man. It doesn't matter. He sang Chicago too. So he's got. Where is he? Where is he? He sang San. Oh, not San Francisco. They did sing San Francisco. Was he in San Francisco, Chicago? No, that was. You're thinking Tony Bennett was lost my heart in San Francisco. Same thing, man. The same, same era, same, different, different same guy, different, different. Ah, uh, so that's like that's, that's like, the, but the, but the, some people who like enjoy Frank Sinatra. And I'm not defending. Sinatra. No, I love I'm not Frank Sinatra. I, I like Sinatra. I'm not a big fan, but that's like saying to, to compare him and Tony Bennett and to say all oh, same difference is like me saying you know comparing well, Little Wayne to Jay Z. It's like same oh, it's the genre, same thing, same genre, and they're not the same thing. Little Wayne is the same genre, and his best day couldn't be Jay Z on his worst day. I mean, so. that's, that's debatable. Yeah, you know. true. But I mean. Tony Bennett. The only thing, the only difference is Tony Bennett's still living. So, you know, he, you know, Frank's not here to defend himself. Although Frank Jr. is coming to a horseshoe, I think. Is uh, he? Yeah, I saw a big billboard. The horseshoe. Every <laughs> time I there in the horseshoe, Belterra Bell or something like that. When you do the horseshoe, you're one of two artists. You're either a, you're past your prime and hanging on for dear life to the glories, <laughs> or b, you're just at the best of your peak of your days, and this right. is the mid level of the best you'll ever they get. They got some good kind. They got a pretty good concert. But anytime you see horseshoe, you see somebody famous. It's always somebody whose best days were like 20 years ago. Well, like you, you know, who had their, hey, their one hit wonder, you know, back in the nineties. That's that's beats working, man. Well, it's true. It beats, <laughs> that's what I, I said. I mean, it beats flipping burgers. I'll give you it that. It beats working, man. Yeah. I'd rather be at the horseshoe than, you know, digging ditches. <laughs> so, and I, I'm sure they would too. That's why they go there and, you know, stay at the horseshoe and get and, and gamble all their earnings away. <laughs> they pay, do you think the horseshoe pays them in like. They pay them in chips. Do you think they pay them in buffet, I'm sure, like buffet vouchers? I'm sure some. It just depends who you are. Like, if you're. <laughs> If you're Dom DeLuise, you probably get paid in that. But or if you, but if you're, you know, I guess Dom DeLuise dead. I Gladys Knight. If you're Gladys Knight, you get paid in poker chips. <laughs> get rooms. Get fifty percent off pay per views like, in your room. We're getting this money back. And speaking uh, of New York, big time game tonight. Kings, the L.A. Kings, NHL Stanley Cup. L.A. Kings are in New York. The Rangers. They've got a chance to close it out. But it's not a done deal. Trevor thinks it's a done deal. He gave me his dollar. I pay, I've tapped out. I've Ken Shamrock tapped out. I don't think it's a done deal because, you know, if you look back, 2012, L.A. Kings were up 3 nothing against New Jersey Devils. New Jersey forced one two straight and then forced it to a game six. So L.A. has that label of being kind of soft, not being able to close out. You got kind of the same team there. Um, but – it just looks like I mean, and then you know the rain. The way the Rangers lost, they gave the last two games away. Uh, some would say, I guess, game two, it looked like the refs kind of helped them out. It might have been some interference against uh, Henrik Lundqvist, but I mean, still, you know, it went to overtime. They had a chance, and then the LA Kings pulled it out, man. The LA Kings, and but the LA Kings really like kind of came out of nowhere. The Rangers are on paper a better team. Than the L.A. Kings, but the L.A. Kings just got hot, and, the, and the, the, nobody's you know been able to catch them in the playoffs, man. But they've come back the last two series. They've come back, so this is kind of a surprise for them to be in the lead, especially a huge lead like this, three to nothing. It's kind of demoralizing. It's hard to you got to win four straight, and it's not just being down three nothing. I'm not the biggest hockey. I know you probably watch a lot more hockey than I do, and I mean, I love the movie Mighty Ducks and Mighty Ducks Two and yeah. Three. But Emilio was the, good in that. Emilio, one. that's about the extent of my hockey knowledge. That yeah. and watching, you know, other hockey comedies and stuff like that. But <laughs> slapstick, uh, slapstick, exactly. Got to love, got to love the brothers trio. 
But when you think about not only just being down three nothing, mentally demoralized, because <laughs> it, it seemed to me it seemed like the Kings were supposed to be the favorite, were expected to win this. Rangers were kind of a Cinderella team. A lot of people have said on a lot of national broadcasts that, that, that the Blackhawks and the and the Kings series was kind of the you know basically the Stanley Cup Finals, pretty much for itself, not you know being an actual Stanley Cup final, final not finals. Let me rephrase that: it's not plural according to the NHL; it's final. But not only do you are down three nothing, you're down three nothing in a, in a series that you were not supposed to win, but you almost should have won the first two games on the road in L.A. Up two goals going into each third period, choking away in overtime. If that doesn't demoralize you mentally in terms of being eliminating you almost mentally in a series, now you're down three nothing in a series on top of it that you weren't even supposed to win in the first place. I can't imagine them winning. Maybe win one game. To show the well, the fans the heart to thank you for coming out. All you got to win is one. But then it's five one, games and you're done. All you got to win is one. Well, four technically. To get on. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, you got. But you got to win one at a time. So. Yeah, true. You know, you got to win one and hopefully get on a roll. So it's not. It's not. You know, it's been done. Are you saying I was I don't premature and giving you my dollar? Should I get my dollar back from me? Was I, mean, I premature? I mean, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe tonight. Maybe tonight, maybe, but it's probably just delaying the inevitable. Should I just give me like a quarter now and just wait until after tonight's game? Yeah, give me a quarter. Give me 75 cents. 50 cents to now and 50 cents next week when it's official. (laughs) Give me a quarter. Give me a quarter every week until they, every day until they win. I mean that would have been that would have been a dollar if it's a sweep today. If it's a yeah, sweep tonight, man. which it looks like it's going to be. Yeah, it, it might sweep. I mean, you know who knows? But I don't think anybody expected a sweep at the beginning of the series. But uh, speaking of sweeps, <laughs> talking about Louisville baseball. Speaking of sweeps, <laughs> they got yeah. swept last year in the College World Series. But well, they're that's back. Not funny. I was gonna say, <laughs> it is they're funny. Losing it is funny. It's not hilarious. It's funny, it's man. Not funny it's at funny. all. But it's, it's 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 like it was it was uh it is funny. Yeah, you're you know, I you're, swept. It's like the equivalent of watching a guy get hit in the junk. It's funny to everybody uh, but him. It's not funny to local fans, but well, it's funny to you. I mean, it is funny to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny to me because but they're back though. They're back. They're back the second year in a row, and it looks like they're the only. They say they're the only returning team from uh. From last from last year's well, their, college their World opponent Series. is a team they upset in the uh, Super Regionals Vanderbilt, who they'll play on Sunday on Saturday. Yeah, they beat uh, in them. Omaha. They beat them. Well, they, yeah, they beat them. They swept them last year, um, and then they they just beat them last month in Nashville. Tough matchup, but though. Louisville's not the favorite team to uh, to win the College World Series. They got a couple other teams. Actually, Vanderbilt is a, uh, is, a is a better favorite. The Vegas Vanderbilt has better odds. According to Vegas, to win the College World Series, they got Vanderbilt, Virginia, who U of L is going to be going to the ACC with good next too. year. I watched that. Virginia's Maryland very series. good. Maryland was good, but Virginia's yeah. very good. Texas, Mississippi, Texas is four to one. Virginia's three to one. Vanderbilt's three to one. Has three to one odds to win the College World Series. Mississippi, six to one odds. Texas Christian, the Horn Frogs, three to uh, six to one odds. You see Irvine, seven to one odds, and the mighty Louisville Cardinals, eight to one odds to win the uh, College World Series. Rounded out with Texas Tech, twelve to one odds. So Louisville's the, the second to last. Is that did I hear you correctly? Well, no, 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 not second to last. Like in the favorites, you know, you got you got a, I don't know how many teams are in this thing, but you got uh, there's eight teams. Eight five teams. of them were number one seeds in their super regionals. So Louisville being one of them. They're on, oh, there only are eight teams. Okay, yeah. so yes, Louisville second to last. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah Louisville's second to last. So, that's uh, but eight, eight to one is not. That's not like your fifty to one shot. I mean, it's not like obviously they're considered a complete long shot. Eight well, to one is number pretty three in the country. Louisville's number three team in the country in baseball. So you know, were they? they, they I thought they were top ten. I don't know if they were. Nah, I don't they're number they're three. Number three in the country. So uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll you know we'll see. We'll see. We're keeping with the. Uh, I think our next guest wouldn't have thought it was a little funny that Louisville got swept last year. He probably wouldn't find it very humorous. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> keeping with the keeping with the Louisville thing, we've got Louisville Cardinal great Super Bowl MVP Dion Branch on the telephone. How you doing, Mr. Branch? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, my man? Hey, no problem. Uh, everything is everything's great. Thanks for calling in. Hey, hey, hey! Oh, no problem. Excuse the noise. I'm at my son's basketball, uh, <laughs> basketball game. Hey, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yes, sir. What's happening? You got a, uh, you got a, you, you got, you have a camp coming up this summer. Uh, well, this month actually, right? Right. Um. No, yeah, uh, yeah, it was this month. It's next Saturday. Do you have any? Uh, are there still still availability for that camp? Uh, what was I? What say now? Is it still availability? Can kids still get in that camp? Oh yes, yes. You can still kids can still register at uh, DeonBranchFoundation.org. Okay, cool, cool. So, uh-huh. so you've got a it's it's that's on the twenty first, and you got something else on the twenty eighth. Is that another camp or is that uh, skills? Yes. Now the twenty eighth is my camp <laughs> that I do at home in Georgia. Okay, okay. That's so, okay. Yeah, I'm back to back this year, man. Oh wow, you're keeping a busy schedule. I hear you. What's <laughs> <laughs> the way to be? Now you you found it's this all goes. Uh, in support of your foundation, and your foundation is for uh, children with meningitis. Is that right? Right, right. This is my son, who was, uh, you know, he was diagnosed with meningitis, viral uh, meningitis at that. Six days out of the hospital, you know, he and his uh, twin brother they were born premature. Okay. And uh, you know, they was in the hospital for a couple months, and and thank God we was blessed to leave the hospital, but at the same time. When we left, uh, DeAndre conducted this viral meningitis, and uh, ever since, ever since then, that I, I, I actually started the foundation. You know, it, it's a little near and dear to me. Others may start a foundation for other reasons, but this is this is my son, this is my child. So I feel like there's other other parents, other family members in need of assistance, such as my son, and and I just want to help. That's all. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, yeah, obviously something near and dear to your heart and something you're intimately uh, familiar with on a, on a personal level. So that's yes, that's definitely a great thing. Now, um, mm-hmm. Mr. Branch, you're a 12-year vet of uh, of the NFL, and everybody's, you know, everybody talked about everybody talked about the uh, the, the the draft and the um, I guess some right. ho- highlights of the draft. You played, obviously, you played with. Uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks that there were, uh, even though that's I, right. I guess some 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 uh, was he mad? Was he mad when you got that NFL with that uh, Super Bowl MVP? Was Tom Brady upset with you? You said was I mad? <laughs> was he mad? Was Tom Brady mad? Did you did you got the NFL? Nah, did you, you know got what? the Super Bowl MVP I think that Tom year? Was actually tired. <laughs> <laughs> he was mad. Tom was the first guy that grabbed me. Was like, bro, I am glad. That 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 you you won this, you know. <laughs> He's one of the most unselfish guys in the world, man. Yeah. Um, I, I love this guy like my brother, man. Seriously, great guy, great guy to be around, great guy to play with. Uh, just just a a stand up guy. Yeah. 
And then for him to, you know, he was the first guy to come and congratulate me, like, man, I am so glad that you won because, you know, this guy can't get a break. <laughs> and it was almost like, this is my break. I don't have to do anything right. for about two months. Let Dion do that stuff. And, and, and that's what it is. But, uh, nah, he wasn't mad at all. He wasn't, I promise <laughs> you, the game was so tough. We were glad we won. Yeah. Bump, Bump who won the award. We just trying to win the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cool. That's cool. You know. That's cool. <laughs> what you you got? Okay, I, I I don't know how 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 much you've been watching uh this Johnny Manziel thing, right? But um, is 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 being a veteran, being a uh you know one of one of the the anchors of the NFL for the last twelve years. What would you do? You think is it is this a lot of hype about nothing as far as the people you know giving? I guess kind of watching. Uh, Manziel, his every move and seeing where if he goes, if he takes a flight to Vegas and this and that and the other, does it really matter as long as he plays or performs on the field? Right. Well, you know, honestly, I, I think uh, you know the guy Manziel, he deserves all the the media attention he's getting. You know, this guy has done a great job throughout his entire life playing football on every level, from probably when he was a kid to high school to college, and now he's getting that now. The only thing is. I think uh, him personally, as he continues to get uh, acclimated with his team and, and start doing the things that he's supposed to do, I think all this stuff will kind of calm down. Now, you got to also understand, too, now, when there's a lot of media attention, that it comes with a lot of uh, expectations. Yeah. Now, he's with the Cleveland Browns. I'm, I don't. I can't say nothing bad about no team because every team is going into the season with the same shot of winning the Super Bowl. Everybody has the same chance. Right. But what I will say is he's playing a position that, that is primed on everything, the quarterback position. You know, the bullseye is on that guy. And you have to produce. Now, if you don't produce, then a lot of stuff could flip on you. You know, this could be uh, it could be a gift and it could be a curse as well at the same time. Okay. Cool. I mean... But, uh, you know, overall, me personally, I think the leaders that they have on the team, I think those guys kind of step in and... and and, you know, to let her know, hey, you know, be out. we want you to be the quarterback, not the quarterback in the in the media. We want you to be the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Right. All right. Well, yeah. You know. I mean, it, it's uh, – I, I got – let me ask this. Uh, I guess we got one last question. Do you – when you watch – okay, well, you're a free agent right now, right? Right. Okay. So, um – Obviously, yeah, I get, I'm assuming you're hope. Obviously, you try to get picked up by a team. Hopefully, hopefully, close very close to getting picked up by a team. Um, is there? Is it? Everybody's going through training camp, things like that. Is there? Uh, is it? Do you miss? Is there anything you miss about? Is it, is it, is it a good thing now that you don't have to go to training camp right now? Or. or, or? <laughs>
that 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 I do miss, and it's hard to replace that. Yeah. Me personally, the things that I'm doing now in my everyday world is mainly just mainly spending time with my family, but also at the same time transitioning myself into possibly what I want to do in the future and yeah. trying to actually push that drive that I had, you know, the love and, and all the bonding that I had my teammates, try to do that with the people that I'm working with now, you know. And, and, and that's me, though. That's me. That I, but like you said, overall, that may be the only thing that I would say I really miss <laughs> truly going out on the field with these guys. You know, being in the locker room, just, yeah. just kicking back, having fun, and enjoying life, but at the same time, going out, putting a smile on people's faces every Sunday, you know. Yeah, absolutely, because you sure do that. Now you you said you said transitioning to another uh, aspect of your life. I saw you on the NFL Network right. a bunch of times. Would that include broadcasting? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's that's my next move. Uh, okay, you know, broadcasting, radio, doing all those things. I enjoy just like you know talking about the game, but also giving people the insight of, of what what what's the daily football life is really like. And sometimes you kind of get a uh, you know, you look at some of the guys that's on television, and I respect all these guys, but some of the stuff that's being said, you can pretty much turn the TV on it and turn the volume down right. and just watch instead of listening to some of the things that are said. The person I want to give the people the real insight about, hey, this is what's going on, you know, but also at the same time teach people about what what the teams are doing, what they're trying to do, and probably what they should be doing from the things that I learned from all my coaches. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I th- yes, and I think, and, and from what when I saw you, when I've seen you, uh, uh, do your do your broadcasting thing, I think you do provide a you know a different type of insight as far as um from the player perspective and a in a, in a uh, you bring a different aspect to it. So uh, I, I enjoy watching you and listening yes, to you, give you insight. Well, uh, and hopefully, I, you know, continue to grow. Now there's a lot of great ones out there. I'm trying my best to to be a sponge and learn from them. You know, trust me. That yeah. there's always room to improve, especially in my life. Always. Definitely. Hey, I appreciate we appreciate you coming on, Mr. Branch. Um and, and and hopefully hopefully we'll see you on the field. But if not, I'll enjoy seeing you doing the broadcast thing. And great luck in uh with your camps and your foundation. We appreciate you making the time and taking the time to come on and talk to us today. We definitely appreciate it. Yes, sir. Truly appreciate that. Make sure you let everybody know the log on. DLBrainsFoundation.org. Okay, we will. Thanks a lot. All right. Truly appreciate it, boss. Take care. Yeah, man. Dion Branch, thanks for taking the time, man. I mean, you know, not, yeah. it's not too many times you get a Super Bowl MVP. You asked him if it was hard for him for Brady to give that to him. No one <laughs> suffered on him getting that more than me. I don't know if you realize – <laughs> you know me, and I don't know if you realize that when you're making the kid reminding him he's a Super Bowl MVP, and it's a great honor, but nothing was more bittersweet than being a Louisville fan and loving Deion Branch as a Louisville Cardinal to see him catch 11 passes for 133 yards and win the MVP in the Super Bowl that beats the Philadelphia Eagles. He gave it to you. I mean, you talk about bittersweet. <laughs> I mean, on one, hand, to him, on one hand, I don't. I didn't know if I should be happy, sad, I, I I want Dion to be successful. I've always been a Dion Branch fan, a guy that you know was kind of a JUCO, big oh, recruit yeah. out of Florida, ended up coming to Louisville because of some great issues down in Florida. He was supposed to go to Florida. Was really part. I mean, the real breakout receiver in that John L. Smith days. Oh, and no, under, he was David going and and uh, I mean, I remember when he got taken in the second round by the Patriots. I was one of the first people who was like, "Oh, I can't believe they." T-. I mean, I love Dion. I didn't think he'd be that high of a draft pick, and. 
clearly he just meshed well. Yeah, 65th pick, right? Got – did a very successful one, unfortunately. A little downtime in Seattle, but mostly always great success with the uh, Patriots. But that just made it so bitter was when he – I mean – I mean, even, even when was he was just in like, Seattle, he was like, the, it, uh, that, that year he was there, he was like the second highest. Uh, yeah, but that was, highest. Yeah, well, they, they were pretty bad years. He was productive, though. He's uh, always been productive. There's a reason why Seattle's been known as the place where receivers go to die, okay? That's just kind of. <laughs> but he's always, he's always been productive, though, man, you know. But I, I just remember thinking when he did that, I thought, you know, I'm not the most religious person, but this is a, this this would be a great example for a religious person to say God's got a one quirky sense of humor. <laughs> that, that, that you, you get to finally get to a Super Bowl after numerous losses in the NFC title game and and just going through the Rich Cotite era, and here you are in the Super Bowl, and it's a close game, and 24-21 was the final, and you're yeah. beat primarily when 23 of Tom Brady's uh, completions go 11 of them to Deion Branch, a guy you were a huge fan of. It's, it's he beat Barry Jerry Bell. Rice's record in that. In that. Uh, in that. In that, uh, in that game. I think he, he tied. I think he tied, he tied with eleven it? or something. Yeah, with yeah. receptions, not with yards. Yeah, but with receptions with eleven. Remember, Terrell Owens had nine receptions in that game too. It was a, he had a lot. Yeah, I mean, he had a great game. The biggest too, difference but, was two things, which has always been a problem with the Eagles. They couldn't stop the run. Corey Dillon constantly getting oh, first yeah. downs when it needed. Yeah, Dillon had a good and game second, uh, McNabb you know, has a tendency of throwing interceptions in clutch games. He had three picks in that game, three big picks in that game. He had three picks. Did Brady have any picks? Nope. Nope. Th- two touchdowns, zero picks. Yeah. 24-21 was Defense the final. It was kind of not throwing that close. Uh, Greg Lewis caught a touchdown with about two minutes left in the game. Yeah, it wasn't close. And it made it, it 24-21. They had an onside attempt. If they'd gotten it, who knows what would have happened. But yeah, it wasn't. Close. Yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't score in the fourth quarter. It was a very dull fourth quarter. So and then they scored yeah, late. I mean, which yeah, it was one of those. Run. Yeah, because like the 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 uh, New England just ran the clock. Out. And that was the drive. You don't know if you remember where uh, McNabb was took forever, and of course got the infamous vomiting in the huddle. Where oh, they, they, they he did the Willie Beeman. Thing. Where, yeah, well, yeah, he did a Willie Beeman. Yeah, good reference. I thought that movie was overrated, but that's another topic that was for another day. Movie. What are you talking ah, about? Nah, we'll, we'll discuss that another time. No discussion. <laughs> that, that, that's a thirty Steaming minute discussion Willie right there. Thought that oh, son, that movie was a little overrated for a football movie. But yeah, there's an example of uh, McNabb just kind of taking too long when you need to rush, and yeah. But I'm glad Dion got the MVP. I guess not. Yeah, he's cold, man. I'd rather yeah. have the Eagles win the Super Bowl, but don't tell him I said that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he's a great, great guy, great. Uh, Humanitarian, and yeah. Uh, yeah, make sure you check out his camp and and, and check out his website, DeonBranch.org. Um, his foundation. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. More out of bounds. What's happening, y'all? Back, bring, we got the Grateful Dead bringing us back in. Man, let's just make it a dead day, man. Just make it, I, I, that, I mean, you know, let's just do it. And you and me both aren't deadheads, as I air quote, you know, diehard. Yeah. This is the song that's like blasphemy to deadhead. This is their one. Oh, yeah. Their one song that it's was like, a top 10 hit. It was no a video. Doubt. And yeah. people, like, deadheads look at this song like, 
like they spin on. Like they just think it's yeah. like beneath them to like it because <laughs> it's cool. It's the coolest song to be. Right, and, and everyone right. has that. Like, but I, you got it. Yeah, you got to have. That's one. like if you're a big. I know you're a big reggae guy. You're a big Bob Marley fan. Yeah. You don't want to just. You like songs like you know Buffalo Soldier and yeah. things like that, but you like the B side stuff more. Yeah, and you, you like you, small acts, and, and it annoys like you probably yeah. as, as a fan of maybe Grateful, you know, like that Grateful Dead fans are that that that's the song that's automatically associated with that yeah. band when there's so much other great things. Really, even because, though I say this, I'm not a big Dead guy, but well, no, nah, it's like you know, you know how it is in music. You know, whoever you like, when you like them from the beginning, you love that stuff, and then you, you can talk to it about. Other people that like them from the like them from the beginning, and then the people jump get, on, you can yeah. them sell out fans. You're like you're like, hold up, you, yeah, you, it's like a quiz. It's like, okay, what's your favorite song? And if they say that song, then you're like, oh man, conversation's over. Yes, you know, like I used to be a big and I was a big Blink One Eighty Two fan and uh, No Effects fan and things and bands like ska bands like that. And yeah. when they that started getting mainstreamly popular, I had no problem with it. But I had some friends of mine who were also fans of those bands that oh, yeah. almost even like wanted to give the sellout tag, which I thought was inappropriate. They got to eat, man. But then they got mad at people who started liking them when they got popular. I'm like, you know. Don't That's blame the them because they weren't hip with it. Yeah, I mean, That's the point, man. I, I get you want it. You don't like. You don't consider them real fans, maybe because what? Because they didn't know they weren't fans of them before. Well, maybe they'd never heard of them before. Right. You know, for all right. you know, they could have heard. You could have given them an underground cassette of you know you of Blink One Eighty Two before they became popular with mainstream, and they would have liked it. You know, you know, you don't know that. You don't know. I yeah. mean, that's you know, it'll be like the question that never gets answered. But I mean, at least you can take solace in the fact that you were a fan way back when. Yeah, you heard of them. I'm a big right. fan of a band called Vintage Trouble, just a, a newer band that has one album out, just came out last year. Right, and they're still they're kind of underground they're a little bit. They're, they're they're popular amongst like uh, they actually opened for the Who on a world tour. Oh, okay, they've been on Letterman. They've been on certain shows. They're actually on a current. Uh, uh, commercial uh, car commercial. Oh, the sellouts, man. Yeah, <laughs> the sellouts. But well, once you start doing commercials, but they got a real good like no. James Brown like blues sound to them. I think they're really good, and I, but they're just not mainstream yet. I'm not gonna make. Will be. I'm not gonna hate somebody for liking them once they become mainstream. Yeah, if you I like mean, them, you like them. If yeah. You like them. I mean, that's the whole point. But it's cool they to do be, it to it make is, money, people. It is cool to be on the wagon before everyone else. Yeah, does. it, it is always cool. is fun. You gotta be. You gotta be happy with that because that's all you got. Yes. I think we got uh we've got who the inside man on the got, line. Yeah. What's up, great. baby? What's up, inside man? What's happening? What's going on, guys? How y'all doing today? Uh, nothing, man. Just you know, another rainy day in Louisville. A rainy sunshine. Yeah, rainy. rainy sunshine. It, yeah, it's raining out here too, man. Rain, rain, rain. A lot of rain. A lot of rain. What's going on? Uh, nothing, man. We just finished talking with uh, NFL Super Bowl MVP Dion Branch. We just got him off the line. He was okay. talking a little bit about, you know, Johnny Manziel, um, his his free agency, what he wanted to do um, after his career and his foundation. He's got a um, he's got a camp coming up this June, and uh, in support of his foundation. So you know, we're just talking a little yeah, bit, yeah. talking a little bit of NHL, college baseball World Series. You got anything new for awesome. us? Awesome. Man, I just wanted to get y'all, you know, on the basketball game last night. What y'all think about the about the games? I know a couple of weeks ago we talked about who we thought was going to be in the finals. I just, you know, I was looking at the game last night, man. This was a pretty interesting series. Uh, what what I found most interesting about the game, you know, Miami came out ahead. They had one of their best shooting performances of the playoffs. Like they shot like fifty two percent from the field and like almost forty seven percent from downtown, and still got beat. 
the way they did, um, and mainly because of, you know, the turnovers. They had 20 turnovers, and with seven of them was LeBron James. Um, much credit to Kyrie Leonard. What a great game he had. You know, he stepped up on the defensive end and, you know, made made the, made LeBron spend a lot of energy playing defense because he was off on the offensive end last night, too, Kyrie Leonard did. What you think about his performance and his um, defensive output on LeBron James, the best player in the world, in some people's eyes? I mean, it's just a matter of time, man. You know, you play a guy, if you're going to play a guy seven times, Right, like Kawhi Leonard is playing LeBron James. They're gonna they match up against each other because I think the game before, uh, they, they I think they found you know because he couldn't match up, he got a little bit of foul trouble. Um, what's yeah. his name? What's the big guy's name? Uh, Di was guarding LeBron for a second, right? Yeah. And he and, and he was mm-hmm. kill he was killing him. He was killing him in game one, and he was killing him in game two. So. You know, yeah. it's just a matter of time, man. He, he, he's hitting the stride. The kid averaged thirteen. He averaged thirteen rebounds last last finals of last year. So he's yeah. a, he's a great athlete. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I I still think Heat in seven though. So do you think think it's a must win game for Miami the next game? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's got, I mean, you got to win on. You got to win one on your home court. Yeah, you got to. You know, the thing yeah. is, I don't think Miami has lost two in a row back-to-back in a long time. So it's going to be no. interesting. It's going to be a lot of energy. And I, I, I look for LeBron to come out and, you know, try to make a statement. You know, every time they try to say they got somebody locking down, he come out and try to prove that he's the best player in the world. Um, another thing I had on my mind, I want to get you and Trevor uh, input on something. It's, I was I was reading some on the Sporting News. David Steele, he's a, I mean, he's a writer for the Sporting News. He came out with his top 32 NFL coaches. Rank them one through thirty-two. Uh-huh. I was interested to see what y'all ranking is. You know, each one of y'all, if you had to rank the top NFL coaches, you know, not one through thirty-two. If you can get back to top five, and I want to compare it to his top five and see, you know, I give you my top five. So, you know, what, what do you think, Mister Lawrence? I'll let you go first, Mister Lawrence. I will take. Uh, Something tells me Jason Garrett's not going to be on this oh, list. Oh no, nah, he's, he's, he's Jason Garrett's like the bottom. Um. You got. I think you got to put Tomlin up in there, in the mix. Uh, of course, Pete Carroll. You got to. He's. You know. Okay. So. Um, so. So what we want? Welcome. So you saying Tomlin number one and Carroll number two, or you just you, you give me who you think one through five is? If you had to rank them today based on the NFL, not only not just last year throughout. You know what they've done as an NFL coach in their career. What would be your top five? I found that a very. Interesting are you talking topic. about present? Are you talking about present coaches today? Yeah, currently yeah, coaches. Current top, coaches. Yeah. I would top say two coaches in the game today. I, okay. Top five. Okay, top five. Give. I would say Tom Coughlin, uh, Pete Carroll, uh, Mike Tomlin. Put Mike Tomlin third. Um, you got to give me on the next two because I'm not putting any Harbaugh's in there. Oh, first of all, <laughs> you, that's where you're wrong already. I'm not putting any Harbaugh's because John Harbaugh is in the top five, and I don't uh-huh. care who you are. Oh yeah, Sean Payton. Okay. I put Sean Payton fourth. Um, okay. Who else? I don't know. You got surprised you haven't said a name that I'm let really me, shocked that you haven't mentioned. Let, let me think. I'm kind of shocked that Trevor too. I'm thinking I'm, then you I'm might thinking. be thinking the same thing. I think we have to be because he has more more Super Bowl rings than anybody in the NFL what, right present, now. Present day coaches? Well, he is a present day coach. Yes. Uh, who is it? Who? I don't know. Possibly the guy that had, got Dion that Super Bowl MVP. 
Oh, co- oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh yeah. He's a cheater, man. He's well, a does, cheater. Listen, I find him one of the most overrated quarter coaches in cheater. football history. But He's you have the rings nonetheless. I put okay, Bel- yeah, put Belichick's in there. Yeah, okay. you got to put yeah, Okay, My five, I don't know if you I want to. You know, you know, a lot of people felt like Belichick shouldn't have been in there because of that Spygate thing, but I, I disagree. I think Belichick is a very good coach. He, I think he adjusts well. Another thing that people realize, after that Spygate stuff came out, it came out early in the year when I think Mangini, yeah. uh, when he was coaching for the Dets, kind of like, I uh, spilled the beans on him, but you know what? After that happened, he didn't lose another game that year. You know what I'm saying? So I look at it like this here. Um, and, you know, basically, it's outside. I want to hit Trevor's, and I, I say you did three times. I want to hit Trevor's. Well, mine, I'd have to put Belichick on her just because of the rings, even though I find him always being overrated. I've had this debate yeah. with many coaches. Listen, he's got a less than 500 record almost when he doesn't have Tom Brady saving him, but it's a chicken and an egg argument. So, but Belichick will be on there. As one, Tom Coughlin, I agree with Brandon on that one. I would put him in that top five. This is no particular order, by the way, for me. Uh, three would be Andy Reid. Uh, an, now he's an Eagles, but just the job he did with Kansas City. Overall, how he's built teams, he's on there. And then I'm putting the Harbaugh as 4A and 4B, both Jack and John. I think both. I, I want to put both of them on there, but I find that to be a little overzealous. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them as a, a 4A and 4B. I think they both belong on there. And then if I do that, that puts me at five. Give me one more option. Ooh, that's a tough one. That is a tough, tough one. Yes. Uh, man, I, I like the Tomlin call. I think that's a good. I thought, and then Peyton, I think is again. I would. Leave, I'm gonna go comp, uh, Tomlin. I th- I like that pool. I leave it over Peyton only because again, it comes to the whole who makes the team. Is it the coach or the quarterback? And then you can use the same argument Brady and Belichick as well as yeah. Drew Brees and Peyton argument. So I'm gonna because of that. Okay. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna give Tomlin because listen, you can say, "Oh, we've got Ben Roethlisberger." Listen, Ben Roethlisberger ain't Drew Brees on his best day. All right, Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger okay. ain't no close to Drew Brees. He's a good so, quarterback. Trevor, you, great. <laughs> so Trevor, you, you would take you would take John Harbaugh and Jim Harbaugh as four A and B, and and I'll be honest with both of y'all. I think both of y'all. Jack, that's his dad. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. I said Jack. That's the dad. It was Jim, yeah, Jim and John. <laughs> Me personally, um, I think I, I would have to go with um, Tom Coughlin based on because you know Tom Coughlin he don't get a lot of credit. You know he's not one of them flashy coaches that's gonna go out there and be in the media a lot. I like Tom Coughlin. Don't forget like what he did with Jacksonville too. Yeah, by the way, inside man, yeah, he, right. he took Jacksonville yeah, to the conference finals. Exactly. Yeah, I like I like Bill Belichick. Me number three, I'll take Sean Payton because I really saw what a head coach really means to a team when he wasn't oh, there yeah. from New Orleans yeah. the year before. Um, I like Sean Payton. At number three, number four, uh, that was number four was tough on me. I'm I, I might have to go with Pete Carroll. The reason why I, I think Pete Carroll is one of the fairest coaches in the NFL, and he get the most out of his players. You know, I think it's he's he's what they call these days a player's coach. You know, the players want to come there, they want to play with them. He take talent that may be third, fourth round talent, and you know, Pete's been want these players, and he brings the best out of them. So I like Pete Carroll. Number five, it's a toss-up. I, I want to say Mike Tumlin, but I also like Andy Reid. You know, I like Andy Reid as well. You know, I think it was good how he went there to Kansas City and changed the, the winning and changed the coach, made them believe that they can win. You know, so I, I'll say five, Tumlin and Reid. But I'll be. what's interesting that you all gave y'all top five, I gave mine, and 
Brandon, you know, you gave yours. According to David Steele, he gave he gave his. His is number one. He said Belichick. Okay. Number two, he said Tom Coughlin. Right. Number three, let's see, number three, he said um, Pete Carroll. No, I'm sorry. Number two, he said Pete Carroll. Number three, Tom Coughlin. Number four, Sean Payton. Number five, Mike Tomlin. Then he went on to say Andy Reid, number six. And with his top ten, you know, I heard you say Jim Bars. Both Jim, both Jim and John uh, Harbaugh was in the top ten. I think he rated John at number eight. And um, I think uh, it was Jim came in at number nine, I think. So, you know, it's, we all see some similarities in who are top coaches. But I do think I, I really like what Mike Tomlin and Pete Carroll do as far as player coaches, getting the best out of the players. Prime example, the Steelers last year when they started out 0-4, a lot of people wrote them off for dead. I thought it was impressive how I had the team come back and made them believe in themselves. Um, another coach that was on there that that some people that say, Chuck Pagano, he had him in the right outside of the top ten. He had Chuck Pagano and Mike. Nobody mentioned Mike McCarthy. What do you think about Mike McCarthy as a coach? Do you think – he get a pass because he had Brett Favre and uh, Rodgers, or what? What do you, What do you think? I say I think he's a good coach. I think he's top ten coach. And I, and I thought about McCarthy too. And the, the whole Aaron Rodgers thing did was obviously uh, attached with it, so much like I did with Sean Payton. I think a name that doesn't get referenced because he doesn't have the Super Bowl ring, but he does have, definitely has the longevity in his career is Jeff Fisher. I've always been a oh, Jeff yeah, Fisher fan. Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, yeah, without yeah. that ring, you're never going to surpass any of the coaches. You may, be, you may be a better coach than them, but until you get the ring and they, that they have that you don't, you're probably yeah. not going to pass them. Also, uh, another name that kind of came up is Marvin Lewis. I mean, a guy who's – I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I know a lot of Bengals fans have started yeah. to call him mediocre Marvin from his 8-8 eight and eight runs, but yeah. – the fact is, is let's be honest, it's the Bungles. Look at the Bungles world for 20 yeah. years yeah. where Marvin Lewis really turned exactly. things around. Yeah. And you'll be shocked where he fell at on his list. Like what I said, his opinions, you'll be shocked. Fell in the 18th spot. Wow. You know, he had him ranked as the 18th. I can't think of 17 coaches better than Marvin Lewis. I'm sorry. And which, yeah. and which I found yeah, and which I found to be, you know, I looked at him and I said, okay, the top 10, I kind of agreed with him. But outside the top 10, when it got around 13 and 14, you know, he had coaches like Chip Kelly right there from Boston Lewis. I disagree. Chip Kelly? You know, he had coaches. Yeah. He had coaches like Rex Ryan, um, Jim Caldwell, <laughs> Lovey Smith. You know, they've been out of coaching for a while. They're just coming back in. But I just – I kind of disagree with that part. But as far as the top ten, yeah. I thought he did well. But, um, you know, speaking on Mike McCarthy, I think what hurt Mike McCarthy a lot is they spent so much energy and focus on offense and they never could really rebound in the defense because that NFC Championship game against San Francisco a couple of years ago was atrocious, man. You know, and they say you know they got, went out and got dumb capers and thought that he was going to do something about it. But until Green Bay can screw up their defense, I don't, I don't know if they're going to get back there, man. You know, so but I just you know I just want to talk about that to get get y'all a different opinion on that, get people a different opinion because it is a it is a big talk topic. That's what we do a lot. We want to debate and see who. Who was right at the end of the day? Everybody's entitled to this. No doubt. I think, yeah, but I'm. that was interesting. That was a good topic. I, we appreciate you bringing yeah. that up because I didn't see that list. And I think, yeah, you know. And I could have come off by and said Chip Kelly was higher. But, I, I listen, I, when you're talking about longevity included, Chip Kelly, is, as successful he's been, I mean, you can yeah. if you're just talking in the short term, you can raise a guy like Bruce Aarons despite yeah. not making the playoffs, won 10 games with the Cardinals this year. You can put him up there. It's more than one year. And to me, yeah. that's why Chip Kelly wouldn't make my top five because of one, that. 
He's ahead of Rex Ryan, though, for in one season. That's for damn sure. Rex, Rex Ryan's making my top ten only if the word soundbite is listed in the headline. Right. <laughs> what do you think? Who do you think fell in the last spot? Oh man, it should, uh, it should be Jason Garrett. <laughs> uh, no, let me, nah. no, let me, let me <laughs> not quite, not quite, uh, not quite. I would say whoever Cleveland has this month as their coach, because oh. they fired five coaches in six years, I think. So. Shanahan, <laughs> who's coming? Shanahan, less. Huh? Cleveland was at number thirty-one with the new coach they got from Boston College. But number thirty-two, North Turner. It, it, it was, who was it? I said North Turner, say? even though he's not a head coach anymore. <laughs> nah, it was it was the coach for the Oakland Raiders, Allen. You know, oh yeah, he, yeah, they had him ranked. They had players, they had coaches that haven't even coached yet ranked in front of him. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm Dang, like, wow, man. You know, anybody. I mean, what him. do you do if you pick? <laughs> what do you do if you pick up the paper at a sports news magazine and you see that as a coach? You know, to me, it will make me come back hungry because I, I think. I think Allen is not a bad coach. I just think he was putting some tough – Oakland, he was putting some tough situations. They just need to get a winning culture out there. They made some good all-season moves, brought in Lamar Woodley, brought in a lot of a lot of good players, Justin Tuck. So maybe this year they can maybe compete a little bit. So if he can't do it this year with some of the talent he got, they may as well um, move on and look for somebody else. But, uh, <laughs> it was interesting to see that, yeah. see that list, man. Well, Jason Garrett fell at number 25, Brandon, for your beloved Cowboys, America's team. By, by, Top 25. By the way, That's good in basketball. By, by the way, last year, 19 teams won as many or more games than Dennis Allen's won in two years as head coach of the wow. He's won eight wow. games in two years. He deserves to be last more. on the list. So quite possibly, yes. <laughs> hey, as always, we appreciate you coming in, uh, calling in Inside Man and bringing us the Inside Scoop, stuff that nobody even really even – you know, is is up on the up on the ball about, and we appreciate that, man. And I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all try to stay dry out there in Kentucky, okay? All right, bro. Later. All right, take care. We're gonna take a break, y'all. More out of bounds to come. We're back, y'all. Hey, man, we're going to round it out with this World Cup thing. Uh, Spain, Brazil, Argentina, Germany are the favorites in the World Cup. The USA has no chance. The only game they're going to win in their group is against Ghana. Maybe. That's all you need, though. I mean, if you get one win and one draw, you're in, though, probably. Four points is kind of looked at as good. They're not going to draw against Germany. They're not going to draw against Portugal. They're in the group of death, man. I learned that today though, looking over talking soccer yeah. with some people. I learned that today yeah. as well. Even though Portugal's not that great, but they've just got the one of the best players in it's the like world. The fourth, like fourth by FIFA in terms of like the world rankings. Well, Germany's two. Uh, now, don't get me wrong, USA's thirteen, I believe, if I if I remember right. Yeah, but Port- Portugal and Germany are two and four. Spain Spain's better. Spain's one. <laughs> Brazil's better. Uh, they were actually like a Portugal. Lower. They're better than Portugal though. And plus, they're the home team. Argentina's much better. Um, Germany's much better. 
So I, I give me Spain, man. Spain's Iniesta, David, David, uh, David Villa. Like picking the heat. Javi. Come on. But you gotta do it. I'm a LeBron fan. You gotta do it, baby. You gotta do it. My favorite player is Balotelli, though. Hopefully he'll be good. I think Pele said Neymar is going to be the best. So, but you got it. Spain's going to win the World Cup. Until next week, y'all, we're out of here. Six o'clock Wednesday, out of bounds. Peace.